That was lovely, yes. Tom Bob's the director of the teens, and I see the teens exiting out there. They'll uh, have fun making fun of him for those words. <laughs> I had a great holiday. I hope that you did. Our uh, puppy turned one on Christmas Day, which is a big deal in our household, so that was really fun. We don't have our uh, screen working today, but please repeat the affirmation after me. So anchor us together. So together we bring 2013 to a close. Together we bring 2013 to a close. With love. With love. Forgiveness for ourselves and others. And a complete acceptance of all that did and did not happen. Did and did not happen. As this year ends, I affirm that it was exactly as it was supposed to be. I accept the gifts I have received, the lessons I have learned, and I choose faith in knowing that spirit is always working in my favor. And I choose faith in knowing that spirit is always working in my favor. I am deeply, dearly, positively loved. I am deeply, dearly, positively loved, and so it is. Nice. Don't you hate hangovers? What is a hangover? Hangover is something that happens when you overconsume something the night before, whether it be some drink or some food or some fun, whatever it is, that you did in excess to a point where you caused damage to the physical body. And then the next day, your body must recuperate. It suffers the consequences of the, uh, what you did even uh, earlier. It's you're hung over. Spiritually, emotionally, and mentally, many people live their lives in a chronic hangover where they're just com- continuing to recycle destructive patterns of thinking and behavior and, and emotional experiences, a negative fear, guilt, shame, just continually recycling them until we're hung over from them. And then in our hangover, we continue to recycle that. You are done being hung over, my dear friends. We are moving into a new year, and I'm uh, very passionate for myself and for all of us that we consciously close this year up well. And the first way to do that is to make sure to take some time this week for yourself. Go to a coffee shop, bring a journal and pen. You go somewhere where you feel you can really be with yourself and take some time to review. It's an important practice. It's an important spiritual practice because you don't want anything hanging over into 2014, yes? So we need to clear some of that stuff out of our way. And here's the first question that I want you to ask. And by the way, I'll post these on Facebook since we don't have them up here. Our first question is, how did God show up throughout my year in 2013? What are the miracles? What worked for you in 2013, known and the surprises? What surprised you about how life is working? We must place our attention upon 
how life is for us because what you place your attention upon grows and multiplies, right? We know this. So we consciously place our attention upon how did God show up in 2013? What got me through? Where did grace reveal itself? And ask your divine. Be curious. You will, you, the, the, the voice of wisdom will just start speaking if you will just allow yourself to write. The circling of the hand, the pen to paper, causes those answers to rise up. And allow yourself to be deeply entertained by it. But more than entertained, allow yourself to be um, deeply fulfilled and connected to spirit. And get yourself to the place where, you know what? No matter what may not have gone right for you in 2013, a lot of good is with you always. You see, we want to capture grace. We want to see it in our lives because so much of it we take for granted. So much good we take for granted. But, but when we stop to, to um, be grateful for it, to bless it and multiply it, oh, the, 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 the joy that rises up within. So that's our first review. That sets the foundation for us then with all the love within us to ask what prayers or intentions weren't fulfilled? What appears not to be answered? And to become really deeply curious about that and ask the question with all the love and acceptance because the ego can get ugly on us, but ask the question, why? Why was this prayer not answered? Why did this particular intention not come to pass? And you know, the answers are usually very grounded and very clear. You know, for me, if an intention has come to pass, and I'm just prayerful about that, it's very clear. I'm not keeping it fresh before me. I'm not keeping it in my daily prayers. I'm not taking actions and speaking words that line me up with that. Nothing wrong with that. That's good awareness. So what is my next step inside of that? Is that goal and that prayer even mine to move forward? Do you want to move it forward in the 2014 and actually fulfill it? Or do you want to go, you know what? I am creating such a graceful journey for myself. This time I just let it go. I'm just going to let that one go. It shall come to pass or it won't. But that's not where my focus is today. You see, walking asleep or walking haphazardly creating is a way to be in the world. And I actually believe a necessary way to be in the world for a while. Like, that prior to that, you were not even conscious. You were just ignorant to the laws of the world and having thoughts and thinking crazy things and doing silly things. And it just, you weren't conscious. And then you start to become conscious. You start to wake up to, oh, I'm creating my reality. I'm actually connected to what's occurring here. And then it can become kind of sloppy and confusing for a while. That's cool. Good awareness, and we move through that. But then there comes a point where our spiritual practice becomes about clearer intention. We have to get to a point where we are willing to choose as opposed to wander around trying to do everything. Choose wisely what is yours, what is your path, and become very clear about that inside of that. The way to do that is to first take that time to review, to go back and see what didn't get fulfilled and why. What's the reason? Maybe there wasn't enough self-care. Maybe there, who knows what the answer is, but I bet that the answer will come through to you. If it doesn't come through to you, don't waste your time on it. Just say, divine, let me know what I need to know. 
trust life inside of that. So we review our assets and the way that God worked in our life. We review the ways that prayer or intentions weren't fulfilled. And we become curious about our part inside of that. And then finally, we take time to just look at our relationships, our primary, our secondary, and our um, even further out relationships in our lives and take some time to be contemplative and, and to be curious around where does forgiveness need to flow? Where are relationships in a little bit of suffering or pain or where's the mind looping an old story? Because that's where forgiveness works so wonderfully. Um, those of you who've done the classes, you know how forgiveness works. Those of you who haven't yet done that, Forgiveness is an amazing, powerful, spiritual practice, which means you don't yourself do it, but you yourself must be willing to have it done unto you because forgiveness changes you. It changes your mind. It relieves you from the suffering story or the belief in separation. To the extent that you're willing to let forgiveness bring everyone into the center of your heart, Oh my goodness, to that extent, you are free of hangovers and you get to move forward in the new year with a whole new vibration. And this is what's true. There is a light unto us now. There is a vibration that is palpable and alive and it literally calibrates and has a feeling tone different than who you are. You're one with it, but you've been living from lower vibrations. You've been living from agreements of this world and agreements within the energy field of humanity. But now there is an up-leveling. There is an awakening occurring. You already are awakened. You have awakened because you're here, because you're contemplating this, because you're aware of this consciousness. But this consciousness wants more of you. This consciousness, this new evolution of light, the new era that we're moving into, we're just at the beginning of it. And you, those who are willing to say yes to it, to be changed, to be renewed, but not renewed to who you are, willing to become more of who you are. This is what's possible and no hangovers are allowed in this new consciousness. It is here now and you are able to tap into it. Heretofore, imagine yourself standing on top of a huge mountain and that mountain represents a complete generator of power. So much power, so much strength, so much goodness, so much possibility fills that mountain. And you heretofore have been just scratching the surface because, well, we just make up that we're separate from it because we believe we are doing something. But when we surrender that and we actually allow ourselves to be renewed and give ourselves to this mountain of power, it will get activated. It will get turned on. And you will have power like you've not known before. You'll be able to, to subtly create things. Your manifesting um, in your life will be simpler, clearer. There's just so much available for you. But here's the catch. You can only use the power to the extent that you can love. So in this spiritual evolution, in the new era that I'm speaking of, you can only use as much power as you are willing to use it for good. That's it. You don't get to mess around with this power like you did in days gone by. You don't get to fall asleep and misuse it on somebody. 
It's not a possibility. If that happens, it'll turn off, game over, restart. But if you'll align with this power and you'll consciously continue to do your spiritual practice of awakening and becoming and waking up from the dream, you yourself will discover this magnificence as yourself. And that's the game we play here. There's a book that I love. It's called The Way of the Master. I believe that's what it's called. It's called, uh, yeah, The Way of Mastery. The Way of Mastery. And this is a, a little long, but I want to read it to you because it's just so beautiful. I read it often. It says, If you become wholly committed to awakening from the dream you have dreamt since the stars first began to appear in the heavens, and if your one desire is to be only what God created, then lay at the altar of your own heart with energy, breath, everything you think you know, everything you think you need, and look lovingly upon every place that fear has made a home in your mind and allow correction to become. The dream is the dream of separation. The dream is that you're unworthy. The dream is that you're guilty of something. The dream is that you're created in original sin. Do you know what original sin is? Original sin is simply the idea that you're separate. One crazy idea. I'm separate from God. That is a mistake. Sin means mistake. And so one mistake was made. I'm separate from God. It was a thought. And out of that one thought, worlds and worlds and worlds are being created. That is the dream. The dream is that you're separate. And so as we wake up from the dream, we return to the revelation of our oneness. And you realize that it's been going on. He goes on to say, um, let's see. It will come. Regardless of how you experience it, it will come. And the day and the moment will arise. And all your pain and fear and suffering will have vanished like a wind that pushes the foam of the wave away, revealing the clarity of the ocean beneath you. You will literally feel throughout your being that there never was a dream. You never were separate from God. You never were separate from your good. You never were alone. You never were any one of your suffering stories. Some memories might remain with you, And you will know that somewhere you must have dreamt a dream or had a thought of wondering what it would be like to be other than the way God created you. But it will be such a faint echo that it will leave no trace upon you. In your heart, you will smile gently, regardless of the circumstances in which you find yourself. That is spiritual awakening. In your heart, you will just be smiling regardless of what is happening in the world not because you won't be compassionate, but because you will no longer be seduced by the lie that something bad is out there. You will sit in the center of your wholeness, and there will be a peace that passes all human understanding, and it will move you into right action from this place of love. There will be peace from the crown of the head to the tips of the toes. And that peace will walk before you wherever you go. It will enter a room before you enter it with a body. And those who are becoming sensitive will wonder who has come into their place. And some will even say, behold, I believe Christ has come for dinner. And you will be the one, for that is who you are. Christ revealed. So that is the renewing and the reawakening that we're saying yes to. 
that you are Christed. You are this magnificent light and power. We say this every week. But this week, I mean it. (laughs) For real, y'all. We are that. Imagine, imagine being so filled with grace that literally before you go into a room, your presence is felt. People be like, what's, what's happening here? And you become that blessing that you're here to be. This is our time. This is our time. 2014 is meant to be not just a year where we set, um, what are those called? What do you set? Resolutions. <laughs> it's a big word. Four syllables. 2014 is not about setting new resolutions, about losing weight or getting this or losing that or manifesting that. I declare 2014 is a year of spiritual awakening. Spiritual awakening is such a profound, deep level of being that manifestation is like the low-level game that you're playing, like making things in this world just become so obviously fun but not who you are that you really wake up to your spirit, your, your, who you are as an eternal presence and being. And the way to do that is to give time and attention to it, like anything. Whatever you want to create more of, you give your time your attention to it. And 2014 is a year of spiritual awakening, which means we give our time, our attention to it. And I guarantee you, I absolutely lay my life down in this. You give your time and your energy and your love and your commitment to your growth, to your spiritual evolution, to your awakening, you will have more than you ever imagined that you needed in in the world of form. Everything will begin taking care of itself because that's what the game is supposed to be, you guys. The game is supposed to be you place your attention upon your spiritual truth, you nurture and you love that, and inside of that and from that, The world of form takes care of itself. Can you imagine the world of form taking care of itself? That's mad to the mind. That's mad. Imagine to really go, we're so so far in some ways of trusting that the world of form can take care of itself. But in other ways, we're so close. And that's the game we're here to play. Your job this week, review, really become... um, willing every day, at least in your prayers, to release yourself from any hangovers that you've been walking in either just this year or the years past. But let's just really do a deep cleanse. Are you with me? Awesome. And so it is. All right. Take a breath. Let us pray. Spiritual counselors and ministers, I invite you to stand. Our board of directors, hold the space, please, for us. The rest of you, I invite you to turn within and open your heart, open your hands, receive this prayer. It's for you. It is for you. of 
and receivers of love and love will have the final word and the word we speak is love the word we lean into is love the vibration of being is that which is called love god source universe whatever you call it is one power one presence and in this moment i declare that we trust this love implicitly in our lives we activate this love to do its cleansing work for us in our minds in our emotional body and in our physical body that we may be set free from any uh, false agreements that have been established in the year gone by or previously. We set ourselves free by the power of love um, for any, any toxic energies or beliefs or ideas, words spoken, freedom, freedom, freedom is established. And I affirm that even now we are willing to wake up to the magnificence, to renew ourselves in a whole new vibration. I call upon this vibration here and now to download, to upload, to fill us with, with, this, with this new energy of possibility, of creative power, of freedom and joy. I say yes to this. I trust love to lead us upon our right path. I trust love to keep us focused on who we're here to be. I trust love to bring us to deeper and deeper levels of compassion, of self-acceptance and forgiveness. And I trust love to uh, manifest the life that we desire effortlessly, joyously, joyously. I say yes to this. Take a deep breath. Say yes to this. I release this prayer now into the action of the law, knowing that it is done. And together in joyous anticipation, we say, and so it is, and so it shall be.
Persuasion Counselors. 